Welcome to the SA for FAs Asset Allocator Podcast, a series that addresses issues of current interest to financial advisors, including ETFs, asset allocation, and the economy. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and this morning's topic is what advisors should be doing right now in the wake of last week's wild stock market ride. Last week's sharp market moves were frightening to many investors. Not a few worried that this was the big one. Yet despite an overall decline for the week, Friday's market rebounded, leaving investors as confused as ever. Consequently, you will see voluminous market analyses today and throughout the week, asking questions such as whether this is a falling knife that merely appeared to tilt in a gust of wind, or was it the start of a recovery that is V-shaped, U-shaped, L-shaped, or perhaps a more exotic shape like a Mobius strip or an Apollonian gasket? Okay, the last two are not market terms, I'm just having some fun here. But in any event, these types of commentaries are all ones I can safely skip when I come across them. There are a thousand and one ways for tea leaf reading analysts to be wrong, so I tend not to like the what now genre of market commentary. Yet attentive readers will note that this is precisely what I titled my podcast, and that was not just ironic humor. There really is something for advisors to do right now, and that is to rebalance, of course. In contrast to market participants who like to gaze into crystal balls, the grown-ups among us understand that there's no way to guess at these things. What these grown-up advisors tend to do is establish an asset allocation that matches the client's risk preferences and growth objectives. Since the market is always shifting, the allocation will get out of whack, especially after a week like last week. Advisors look for the least intrusive sort of rebalancing, such as deploying new money to buy fresh assets that have fallen under their targeted allocation. But an even more ideal rebalancing opportunity arises after a stormy market that sharply changes relative valuations. That is because the items that have fallen from their target allocation tend to rise the most over time. That accomplishes two things. First, it boosts clients' portfolio performance. Second, it can pay for decades worth of advisor fees. Conscientious advisors very much want their clients to have profited net of fees. Regular rebalancing is a key way to accomplish this, most especially because investors left to their own devices have a very hard time with rebalancing. They don't want to sell winners and buy losers, so this simple little service often proves to be of great value. Finally, advisors needn't play the game of the analysts I derided at the top of this podcast. You're rebalancing not because you know what you buy will rise in value over any particular time period. Rather, you're doing it as a confession of ignorance about the market and as an act of objective portfolio management because, as mentioned, you're targeting a predetermined level of risk. As long as you do that, you're doing your job and helping the client. Some would say, I've been privy to such talk, that it's not worth having an advisor who invests in a few ETFs and rebalances. It's simple to do and I could do that myself. As is well known though, all too many succumb to the temptation to let their winners run. Then they get out of balance and ultimately take a beating. If maintaining a balance were so simple, then history would not be replete with the stories of great statesmen whose primary task was maintaining a balance of power. The reason this was so important was that the results of things getting out of whack was the outbreak of war. Take a look at the history of World Wars I and II as good examples of this concept. Similarly, when there is a chemical imbalance in the brain, psychiatrists prescribe antidepressants to rebalance. We can multiply examples, but you get the idea. 
Maintaining a balance is a fundamental and noble part of the job financial advisors do. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, consider leaving a review on Apple or Google Podcasts so that others might discover this series. Meanwhile, you can contact me at gill at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts.